You are listening to motivational quotes and inspirational life stories from real life people just like you. I'm your host, Victoria Johnson. You can learn more about me and my number one best-selling book at victoriajohnson.org. It's time to share our experiences and motivate and inspire you. So let's get started. Hello, listeners. It is so great to have you back for yet another episode. You are going to find that you can really relate to the guest that we have on today. She has overcome a lot of challenges in her life and not given up on her dream. She moved here from Brazil with a dream to have her own business and to be able to make a difference and to help others and found herself that she just kind of was a little bit stuck in a situation. And I'm going to let her tell you more about that. And now she is helping women to love themselves to the core and really helping them find a way through that by learning to love herself first and teaching other people to love themselves first. I am really excited to have her on the show today. Patricia, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. And uh, Victoria, I'm just so excited to be here and to share my story and hopefully we'll shed some light and, you know, just somebody. <laughs> well, you know, your story is one of those that, that I think is so relatable. I think so many people have been in that in a situation like that whether it was through work or through a friendship or through a marriage. Mm -hmm. And they're really going to be able to resonate with what you have to say. So I'm excited to let you just take off and talk about that. I do like to start with a quote. So I am going to start on with a quote that is about hope. And it's actually written by Michelangelo. And mm -hmm. this quote is, the greater danger for most of us is not that our aim is too high and we miss it but that it is too low and we reach it. I thought that was really appropriate to what we are going to talk about today. That's beautiful. Yes, absolutely. I love that. You know, just giving you a little bit of a background. I, you know, I come from Brazil and culturally speaking, we are raised, right, to get married, you know, have kids and take care and, of the house and be a good housewife. So I grew up like, you know, any normal Brazilian girl, you know, dreaming that one day I would get married and, and have that, you know, beautiful domestic life. Mm -hmm. But the cry of my heart since I was a little girl was actually to be a businesswoman, to be an entrepreneur, to be a successful businesswoman. And I dreamed my entire life and being that person. When I was about 25 years old, I moved from Brazil to California, which was definitely a big jump. I was the only one in my entire family that ever, you know, done that. And I came by myself. I didn't you know, I didn't know any, any, any English. And I just decided to stay. And I went to college and ended up getting pregnant. And, you know, things didn't go too well. In my little fairy tale back then, the father of my son and I, we met in wrong places and things were too wild and didn't work out. And I found myself in Los Angeles as a single mother, trying to figure out how I would make things happen. And I had three jobs, you know, outside sales. And I mean, you name it, I was trying to do to pay the bills, right? So I was exhausted. I found myself, you know, sleeping very little hours just because I had to figure out how I would live. And, you know, my son was constantly with babysitters. Actually, he's, you know, he called his babysitter mom before he called me mom. So that's how much he was with her. And I was just exhausted. And I met this incredible guy, 
and he just a really, really good man. And I was just so exhausted, Victoria. I was just like, you know what? I think I just need a good man in my life, you know, because I'm so tired of this fighting of this, you know, trying to make things happen and not seeing anything. And I just decided to marry him. Even though I didn't love him, I loved him as a person, but I had no physical attraction. I had no uh, connection with him. You know, I had no passion for him or anything like that, but I did feel that I needed a good man in my life. And I was in the point where my son was five and I was just like, you know what? It is what it is. You know, I guess I was just meant to be a housewife and just stay home. And who am I to dream about this, having this extraordinary love story relationship? And who am I to, you know, I already left Brazil. This is, and I'm already in America, you know, that's probably the best thing I can, I can do for me anyways, you know? And I ended up marrying him and gosh, the next day after the wedding, I just wanted to go to court and annul the whole thing. And I was just like, what have I done? What, what have I done now? But I was already in a situation. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to tough it up. And one day I'll, I'll probably fall in love with him and things are going to work out. And I stayed on that place for eight years. Okay. I was a stay-at-home mom. You know, he was making a really good money. So things were always taken care of. But inside of me, I couldn't live with myself that I actually had to settle instead of fighting to become who I knew I was created to be. And, you know, I think I played the best cards I could play because I really wanted to give my son some kind of security. And I don't, don't judge myself nowadays, but back then that was not the story. And... I stayed home for eight years. And after, I don't know, I would say after six years, I decided that I was done. I had tried absolutely everything to fall in love with this man. And, I, and I, it wasn't happening. Throughout that time, just to give a little you know, insight, I was trying to give. And I, I found so many things that I could do to fulfill that hole in my heart. Not only of being in a relationship where I was fulfilled, feeling loved and loving somebody, but also to be taking care of myself, to have my own career, to making my own money, not being depending on somebody for the rest of my life, right? And to fulfill that whole, I just decided to go on a missions trip and I went to nine different nations and I helped so many people and I would, I would love to give and give, give, give. And, and yet I would come back home and still feel empty, you know, and still feel miserable. And things didn't get any better. And I just kept giving and giving and giving from an empty tank. And what happens when we do that is that we just start to become bitter. You know, I start becoming bitter. Like, what about me? You know, I'm like the savior of the world now. You know, I'm just about now helping everybody. And what about me? And I mm -hmm. got into that mindset, Victoria, and it was not a good place. I felt myself uh, crying myself to sleep many nights. We had no intimacy in our relationship because I just didn't even want him to touch me. I just, you know, we were best friends, but that was it. We were just roommates and I couldn't live knowing that I was doing that to him. And so one day I was just like, you know what? I got to put my, my big girl's pants on and I'm going to make this thing happen. I'm going to let you go because I believe you deserve a, somebody that's going to love you. I deserve also to be in a relationship that I will feel loved and love somebody. And 
on top of that, I want to be my own boss. I want to take care of me. I don't want to be depending on a man for the rest of my life. I got to figure this out and this is my chance. And I left. So three years ago, and if you want to ask me any questions, please feel free to stop me. <laughs> I'm making notes. I'm making notes. <laughs> amazing. So yeah, so three years ago, I had no career. I had just a big dream in my heart. We ended our marriage in good terms. You know, it was the easiest divorce ever. We didn't have any kids together, you know, so made things even easier. And just to prove how uh, such a good guy he was, it was the hardest thing to leave that marriage because he was such a good guy. But I left. And I've been always into fitness and nutrition, you know, my entire life, I always had a woman looking for me to ask for advice and I always helped them. And I was just like, you know what, I think I'm just going to go for this and I'm going to start working out again and, you know, see how it goes. And I start training and I just start taking care of myself, start loving myself. And for the first time, I decided that I was like, you know what, I'm actually going to make a decision to be selfish just for a little bit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm going to make a decision that now it's going to be all about me. Okay. And I'm going to take care of me first before I am traveling the world, helping everybody and giving and giving to the church and giving to everybody. I'm going to stop there for a little bit and I'm going to take care of me. And it reminded me of, you know, of the analogy on the airplane, you know, when you're in the airplane and, uh, you know, if the cabin pressure drops, they say, when the masks fall, you want to put the mask on you first, even if you have a child next to you. And Mm -hmm. that really hit me because I'm like, man, I have not been taking care of me at all. Everything has been about everybody else. So I'm going to just ask a question here. So what steps did you take to take care of yourself? Like I said, I really started with first taking care of my health. I Mm -hmm. got out of shape, you know, I was sluggish, I didn't have the desire to do anything. And I just remember that, you know, I just needed to start moving my body again. And by going to the gym and start working out again, and then I start cleaning up my, 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 my nutrition, just fell in love with learning how to eat, you know, more vegetables and, you know, organic fruits and organic vegetables, those things start really changing you know, how I felt about me. Um, then how did I start you take with, care of the emotional side? The emotional side was, first of all, I am a Christian, but, you know, back then I was uh, really involved with the church. But when I left, I felt that I was really judged. So I got separated from the church. and But I never got separated from God. So I really felt that my faith was something that I stayed strong. But on top of that, I heavily decided to invest in self-development, reading books about meditation and about, you know, manifestation and, you know, vision boards and writing, you know, my dreams. When I left the marriage, I'm like, okay, I have a blank canvas, right? Mm -hmm. I can literally now for the first time in my life, I can write down the story of what I want to create moving forward. Oh, I'm loving this. Right. And I just start creating that story, you know, and I'm like, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to, I'm going to see what it's like to live my life on my own terms. I want to see what it's like to live my life in the wildness, the wild, you know, personality that I am, that people always said, oh my gosh, you're so annoying. Oh my gosh, you're too much. You're too loud. You're too this. 
I'm like, I'm done with living my life to please people. I want to see what it's like to live my life as Patricia. I love it. Keep going. So yeah, so then I, it's a big step because, you know, people will judge you no matter what and criticize you. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. I opened this, I decided to get my license for, to teach Pilates and, and I went for it and I got a, a job at this studio and I saw these women always coming to me and talking to me and want to get more information about what I was doing. And I was, so I decided to open my account online and I start showing up online on Instagram. And all of a sudden it was like this thing came up to me. And one day I was in my meditation and I saw this business idea that came to me and, and the name was Love yourself to the core. And I was like, wow, you know, what is, what would it be like, you know, to, to have a business that is called love yourself to the core and how, what would it be like to teach women that it's okay for them to actually prioritize themselves first? What is it like to live from your core values for your authentic self from that place that it's in your core being? And that's where that brand started. And I have been doing this for about three years now. And I have helped dozens of women throughout you know, this couple of years and getting them health and getting them in, in fit and all of that. But once they come in my program, it's amazing, Victoria, because they think that they come just to lose weight or, or feel, you know, more to have more energy and, and all of that. And it's fantastic. But in the process, they just start blooming. They just start becoming all that they desire to become through the process of, you know, working in their mindset. And some of them, haven't been dating for a while and then all of a sudden they start taking care of themselves and loving themselves and they start dating and then all of a sudden they you know I have a client that she didn't even have you know intimacy with her partner for at least two months before she came into my program and then now guess what she's even pregnant it's like <laughs> you know what I mean I'm like hey I'm not just a fitness and nutrition coach I actually can you know I'm gonna help people go into different directions here <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love about this is your passion for helping people to love themselves to the core. That is intense, you know, love yourself to the core. And I love how it's, you know, the play on words as well for the fitness aspect of it. And, you know, you mentioned earlier that you were criticizing yourself saying, oh, I'm too much this or I'm too much that. And I was looking on your Instagram page and you had a post on there that says, don't take the compliments to your head and the criticisms to your heart. And I think that's Mm -hmm. something that we all so easily do. You know, people Mm -hmm. compliment us and they lift us up and they may compliment us on uh, the results of our fitness and nutrition journey or Mm -hmm. um, just, you know, we're having this glow about us learning to love ourselves more. And, you know, I have this happen to me personally and then someone will say something that's negative and that'll Mm -hmm. be the one thing that really sticks with me. I take that to heart. Mm -hmm. So do you have any tips for the listeners on how to do that? How to to, you know, really be taking care of themselves enough that they're protected from the criticism. Right. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, I wish it was a magic pill, you know. Yes. Uh, I think it's it's the process. You know, everything is a process for sure. I heard this quote before. I don't know who who said it, but it was like kind of advice. You know, if you if you live off of people's compliments, you will die at their criticism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think that is the very first quote that I would suggest, you know, that person, you know, you like writing it down because that neutralizes everything, right? Like, wow, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to live off of people's, uh, you know, approval, 
or compliments, I'm going to die at the criticism. That's just such a fundamental part of loving yourself to the core because it really is within us. And this power that we hold is within us. And when we give that away to someone else, Mm -hmm. then you know, we, we become lost in this sea of negativity and other people's opinions and I should mm-hmm. do this and I should do that. Whereas if we can just stay in track that we want to be on. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, and I believe that at the end of the day, Victoria, you know, I, I'm learning more and more that there is no such a thing for me, at least, at least I'm living this way, it's working for me, you know, things that are wrong and right. I think everything comes neutral and we are the ones that title whatever it is that is happening, right? Mm-hmm. We decide, you know, what those things mean to us, right? And in the minute that we say, okay, this is what it means, then it's over. So if I say this person said this, and this means that now I'm rejected, this means that now I'm this or now I'm that, then that's what it is because that's what you mm-hmm. you decided that it is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think the invitation is to come into a place that you're like, okay, you know, what is the other side of this story? How What can I choose? to say that this situation is because whatever I decide that it is actually that's what it's going to be because I'm the one living out of that right and it's all about our perception around that I know mm-hmm. I was reading a book recently about that and I don't really I don't remember exactly what it is but you know for example if we look at a tree and we mm-hmm. say oh that's a nice tree our perception mm-hmm. will tell us oh yes you're right you know that mm-hmm. is a very nice tree and on the other hand if you look at that tree and you think man you know that tree is on its last legs you know it looks like it's right. half dead or it's a charlie brown tree or <laughs> why is it planted here that's an odd place for a tree your perception will be like yeah you're right and so yeah. what you said about that just brings so much value to the listeners like please remember that you know when it's what value you that you give to the words Mm -hmm. that gives them the power other than that they're just a bunch of words strung together yes exactly and you know i think that man we already battle so much our own personal internal battles our own personal insecurities and fears you know and now to allow what the external things that are happening, you know, around us added to that personal battle, I think is torture, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, and and one thing that I, you know, even lately, I have been doing that has been one insight that I had lately, I was like, Oh, my gosh, okay, why is it that certain times when I needed to create that I need to make certain decisions or trying to level up or I'm trying to do this or that, right? Why is it that those insecurities come so heavily? in those moments. Even if I want to create a post sometimes, you know, those insecurities can come up, right? Mm-hmm. And what I started to see was like everybody says that and we already know that and he's written all the books and stuff, you know, that you are, we are our worst enemy, right? So we are really fighting against ourselves. And I was like, okay, so what if, what did that look like? What would that look like if I actually, this enemy culture that I see as the other Patricia, she's actually not my enemy. She's just somebody that is so powerful, somebody that is so bold and so, uh, you know, how can I say, fearless. And she's just staring at me like, hey, are you going to really do this? (laughs) You know? And I'm like, you know, hey, you know, and I'm like, you know what, girl, I actually love you. Actually, I'm not going to be afraid of you anymore because you're so powerful. I want to learn from you. I want to join forces with you with that other side of Patricia. 
Does that make yes. sense? Yes. And I love it. It's like, instead of affirming I'm my own worst enemy, you're affirming I'm my own best friend. And, and I recognize that there is different sides of me and different challenges, but we can work together and overcome them. And just because I hear a voice in my head does not mean that it has more power over me. You know, if you hear that inner critic does not mean that you have to listen to it. Yeah. And what if the other version of me is so much more powerful and so much more creative and I can just join forces with that? Yes. Oh, Does that make it. sense? You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, I love it. it. Very powerful. <laughs> yeah. So when you're going through growing your self-development, and, and I'm sure you're still doing it, but the reading mm-hmm. and the writing, uh, do you have any yeah. books that stand out in your mind or favorite authors that we can recommend to the listeners? Yes. Oh my gosh, there's so many. And it's interesting. The thing about self-development is really, really just like working out. You know, the minute that mm-hmm. you stop is the minute that you start going backwards. Yes. Agreed. It's like, 100%. Know, every, it's an everyday thing you know and there are a couple of books one book that really shook me back in the days was one book and this is from a a Christian author he passed a few years ago but it was The Power of the Vision from I think it was Miles gosh I can't remember his name right now but it was The Power of a Vision Okay. And an eagle. It's an eagle on the cover of the page. And I know his first name is Pastor. I think it's Pastor Miles. Okay. Um, and then I have another one that feeling is the secret. Hmm. Feeling, feeling is the secret. Yeah. I can't even look it up on my audio right now. Audible. I do everything on Audible. But yeah. Feeling is the secret. I obviously think and go rich is one that I read every year. Yes. And get over yeah. of that book. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Napoleon Hill is a legend for sure. Um, and is. it's so simple and such a quick read, but I recommend it reading it, you know, at least once a year. Go the ahead. Power of Vulnerability from Brené Brown. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. That book is incredible. There are so many books. Uh, honestly, yes. I have a huge library. <laughs> I'm constantly working on that. Good. I love that. I love that. You're just like I am that way in that. And like many of our listeners will be wanting to be motivated, but also to be inspired and yes. to know that other people have been where we are and that we can move forward. I'm just going to repeat those books again. The Power of the Vision, Feeling is the Secret, Think and Grow Rich, and The Power of Vulnerability. Yes. And uh, yes, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. And um, thank you. I want to repeat your information as well so that people can contact contact you, Patricia at loveyourselftothecore.com. And also if you go on Instagram, she has a fabulous Instagram page, instagram.com forward slash loveyourselftothecore, or just simply go on Instagram and search loveyourselftothecore. Patricia, you are full of wisdom and your clients are very lucky to have you. Now I know you work with the the clients in their fitness and nutrition. Do you do any work online as well? Actually, my work is online. (laughs) I have clients actually in all the countries just for you to have an idea that's the power of online right so yeah yeah, so So anyone from around the world can contact you absolutely we can work together no matter where you are i have a 90-day program and it's about fitness nutrition mindset self-development and learning how to love yourself to the core it's a very in-depth kind of a program where you have a one-on-one coaching with me every week and i put every program specifically 
to my clients' goals and needs and lifestyles. You know, most of my clients are entrepreneurs, businesswomen, you know, moms, and they are just movers and shakers. And they just need somebody to come along and help them strategize things. So that's what I do. And that someone is you. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. And uh, please do check out her Instagram. Uh, you're going to love it. I already love it. Instagram.com, uh, front with soft, love yourself to the core, or simply search love yourself to the core. Patricia mm-hmm. at love yourself to the core.com. Patricia, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank I feel you. It was incredibly an honor. inspired by this conversation. Oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> All <laughs> right. You guys have a fantastic day. I appreciate and I honor for, you know, you for putting this work, this beautiful work out. Thank you. Oh, it's all about healing the planet one person at a time. Thank you. That's right. All right. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. It is my true desire that you have been inspired and felt a sense of connection with the words being shared. If you have an inspirational story to share on how you have overcome adversity and created an exceptional life, please visit my website, victoriajohnson.org. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you again next time.